Hello and welcome to Ride Home Review. I'm Oliver. And I'm Susan. And earlier tonight we saw Islander by Passion Productions at Pip Theatre. We did. Now, we did do our, our usual stick of um, recording in the car on the way home, but a dog ate my homework. Or the tech decided it was going to do what it wanted. And only upload 8% of it and just stall there. Now, I mean, that's first eight. That first eight percent was awesome. Yes, it was. But it didn't really give you a particularly good idea of what was going on. So, because we are so professional, we're starting again. Yes, we are. So, we are talking about Islander by Passion Productions at Pip Theatre. And this is a really, really interesting musical. Yeah, the thing about it that makes it so um, strangely... Um, interesting, but also awesome, is that it's a musical without any musicians. Yes, it's done entirely a cappella and through looping technology. Yep, which is done in front of your eyes, so there's a lot of rhythm and so on replayed over and over again. It's quite extraordinary. It is so hauntingly beautiful that it takes you to a place which in this case is the island off the coast of Scotland somewhere. And it co- it's in many ways quite a simple story. It's a story of a, a town, an island in this case, as it slowly kind of gets swept up into the mainland and become part... Yeah, look, it's about a, a, a dying town as much as anything that just happens to be on an island where there is sort of, you know, no... No school anymore, no medical services, probably no post office, whatever it be. And so the the remaining islanders are forced to make a decision about whether they stay and fight and try and um, re- give, create rebirth to this island or just admit defeat and move to the island. But obviously this the is... The mainland. Yeah, that one. The, obviously this is their home that and it's it's very much like you know the connection to earth and sea and tides and rhythms and it's not just about building a house somewhere else which is the easy bit and this home has a history and a its own both story history and sound history which comes to life through this production in a really interesting way and it has a bit of a kind of come from a way feel in its story, but also its storytelling in that people transform into different characters and there are multiple roles played across two actresses in this case. Yeah, there are three in the cast, any two at, at a time, and between them they play, you know, a pregnant woman, a person who has their name stolen, you know, the radio announcer, all sorts of, of different roles. Um, and it's about their myths and what they choose to believe in. Um, and the lies and the stories we tell ourselves as well. Yeah, that, that's right. And, um, you know, to me it was as much as telling a story about a small Scottish island as it was telling the story of, say, the Pacific Islands where decisions are being made right now on whether to relocate whole communities because of rising tides and yes you can do that but at what cost and I thought 
just with the these two beautiful looped voices of two women that was really powerfully told and you know it is a risky business to make um, musicals Brisbane loves a musical but they only seem to invest in certain types of musical as audiences as audiences and look I think part of that is the big mainstream musicals get a lot of the press and a lot of the publicity. And a lot of the money. And a lot of the money. But somewhere snuck in is a different kind of magic that's happening. Hidden behind the story is the actual story, if that made any sense at all. Not really, but I, I will take your word for it. Um, and, you know, it has been hard for this group to sell the tickets that this show deserves because it's hard to get the word out that um, too often we say we don't want to see cats again. And when I say we, I mean me. Um, I say over and over again, please don't. Let's see something different. Let's see something new. Um, and it takes a special person to say, okay, I'm going to do that. I'm going to risk my own money and we are going to see something. It's a score that he fell in, that um, uh, Connor Clark. Clark fell in love with during COVID. It's quite a new musical and said, yes, this is something I have to do and has gone ahead and done it. And we, you know, it's, it doesn't seem to be a case of if you build it, they will come, I which think- is most unfortunate. Oh, look. I think that is a point of view. I don't think it is the only one because I've built a show and, look, ticket sales should be quicker. If you are to our listener, I'm sure you already have a ticket, but if you don't, please come see The No Bang Theory on December 1 or December 2 at the Pip Theatre. Back to Hollander. That was a commercial break. That was a commercial break. But my point of that is Pip and Islander will find an audience is an audience there for this kind of thing and we should celebrate the audience that it's getting and finding because this show is worthy of an audience. It really is. It's, I felt I, d- I didn't know what to expect going in. I wasn't sure that, you know, I, I was going to love it, but I did and all credit to them because having people, two actresses moving in and out of different roles and doing all the tech themselves is a huge ask um and if it wasn't directed and put together well it would also be a Uh, red hot mess for audiences but it wasn't it was quite lovely so rating um i shall give it a high distinction i will give it the top end of distinction i thought on occasion my it took me a second to figure out where we were in the story and what was happening which might just be my head thing, but it did lessen my enjoyment slightly. All right. So you have until November 27, so basically a week to see this. Um, Buy your tickets, support new emerging performers and theatre and enjoy a really nice night at the theatre. Yes. We'll be back soon. See ya. Bye.